0: mixed with chocolate syrup.
2: Ooh, why not?
0: When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie is baked
1: to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth.
2: The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort.
0: When it comes to Podmeat's world, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago, And loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5.
2: With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever. And as you
1: know, we are
2: tech heads.
0: The standard ultra fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250 plus kilowatt DC fast charger.
2: And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard.
1: Hyundai. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com.
0: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ioniq 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.
2: This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers.
0: Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies
1: I'm going to make a, a statement that I know producer husband of this podcast would agree with based on the name of his gallery. Mm. 1988 is the greatest year in music ever. Ooh. do you guys know this year?
0: Producer Jensen Karp, husband of this podcast, named his gallery that because it was a great year in sports.
1: Oh. 88
0: mm-hmm. okay. for L.A. sports. I oh, okay. thought it was just
1: like culturally in general. It was like well, the greatest year ever. He
0: says, and music and movies. So yeah, he yeah. Beetlejuice was that year. Yeah, uh, I don't know about
1: movies actually, but well, the reason I'm mean, I, for yeah, whatever why reason why music,
2: what, what what makes you say what makes you make this statement or okay. read this statement?
1: Uh, so George Michael, Faith, still mm. just one of the greatest songs. Uh, um, Tracy Chapman premiered that year with. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. So Car. those Fast those are Car. the ones that like I hold on to and I still are like, well, these are. Perfect songs and like amazing. But every single one of, if you go through Sweet Child of Mine, Guns of Roses, uh, oh, Hold On to the Night, or Hold, <gasps> Hold On to the Nights by Richard Marks. The Leather uh, Jacket
0: Song. Yes, wow. the Jacket Song.
1: Uh, Hands to Heaven by Breathe. Do you guys know that one? And yeah. we will bat to heaven. Heaven is oh, a place yes. on earth, Belinda Ooh, Carlisle. I, loved Carli- Belinda Carlisle. Carlisle. Uh, the, I mean, seriously, like you go through this and you realize, like, A Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. Um, it's straight just out of Compton. The, uh, I don't, is it really? Mm-hmm. All All yeah. right. See, this is and and, and you would I don't put know.
2: "Heaven Is a Place on Earth" by Belinda Carlisle amongst the best songs ever. Really?
1: Uh, no. Well, see, this is this is why I wanted to bring it up because this is the question. Obviously, I was eight years old, right? Mm-hmm. And part of the reason I'm thinking about this and the reason it came is uh, because I brought it up with Indy this morning. We were talking about music and playing music, and I was like, "Oh, he's eight right now, so his mm-hmm. brain is like." open in a way that mine obviously was in 1988 to like discovering music that like uh, still affects me. When I hear these songs, I cry like instantly, you know, uh, I, and they can be like groovy kind of love. Like they don't have to be good songs, Kokomo, but they just, the Beach Boys. they just are in my soul because for whatever reason at eight, and I've been noticing like Indy's brain is like coming online in a new way, you know, it's right. like, yeah. cause he's going to remember everything now. So it's a totally different conversation I'm having with him. Um, Anyway, so I, I don't know how much of it is just nostalgia. I mean the reason I think it relates to our, you know, podcast is this question of like how can you you reach this point with these artifacts, these cultural artifacts where you can no longer separate your personal connection to their quality? Right. <laughs> like it's just there's no but way you can That's good. Of course it's good. I'm just yes, saying yeah. like there's no way I can play a song for India. I can't play Heaven on, Heaven is a place on earth for India and be like this is genuinely an, a perfect song that will change your life. Because the exactly. chances are it's not going to, you know? Right. Like, it's probably right. going to be, like, an annoying right.
2: oldie song to him. He'll find his song. He'll find his heaven Exactly. Is a place on And is it yeah. just
1: where our brains are at, like, when we're open to these experiences? Is it something about being eight or being a young, you know, a teenager? Whatever stage you're at where you're, like, fresh to these things— or is it that they get encoded with the experiences you're having? Because the other thing is, my dad had a brain tumor in 1988. I thought my dad was going to die. And I remember I got a hold of a tape. I, I was able to record the top 100 songs from the radio. And I would listen to it on uh, on my headphones in bed. Like So all these songs were also like my safe place while I was afraid mm. my dad was going to die. And it's like, oh, well, that's obviously why I'm balling right boom. face comes sure. on or you know heaven Gracie is on earth yeah <laughs> yes. right right
2: oh i Dude, mean groovy right? kind of love but groovy kind of love was my wedding song like it means so much to me back in the day that that became the first song that sue and right. i danced to so you do the question is is it the song or is it the memory attached to the song exactly totally. and, and, and so,
1: it doesn't matter right? <laughs> because,
2: right at the end of the day it does it right. doesn't matter when i watch but we've talked about this on the podcast and people our fans have said this to us before like Boy Meets World is their safe space. So they'll put yeah. it on in the so background or as a white nose right. and white noise, exactly like MASH is for me. Totally. So it's that same kind of thing. So yeah, I mean, the statement 1988 has the greatest music ever, probably
1: not accurate. Maybe. But you know what's <laughs> well, here's what's funny about that too, and, and part of the journey is that like in the 90s, we all talk. So much shit about '80s music. Do you remember, yeah. like '80s music? I, loved, I always crap. loved
2: '80s music. '80s music I've is amazing, music. and I feel it's like incredible. now it's
1: appreciated. But like from like 1990 to like 2005, nobody yeah. talked about '80s music. It was like, right. Ugh. that is like because it was electronic. It sounded yeah. cheesy, and now or like, it was the electronic is amazing. Yeah, or we listened
2: to it. We'd listen to it. My, you know, I would listen to it in private by myself yes, because I knew right. that I would not going to be <laughs> driving with Poison cranking on my on my red, like. You right. roll up the window like, right. oh, oh, okay, I'm, I'm listening to Motley Crue. I'm just going right. to turn up the clothes. Of course, these are, these right.
1: are great bands. Let's yeah, see yeah, these yeah. things go through cycles, right? Like, yeah, like, of, course. You know, of course. Who was talking about Boy Meets World in 2005 besides kids, you know? Right. And like now it's like come back around where everyone's old and able to be like, oh, it's kind of cool now.
2: And, it, you know, some of the music that I still listen to was influenced by both of you. Um, and it's because music for me, I never – I am never – open to and it's not that i'm open to new music i'm never uh, uh, exposed, exposed to, to it because mm-hmm. yeah. i don't listen to the radio in the car i don't i listen to, to old albums i have when i walk or i run so i'm never exposed to any type of new music yeah, and i know like danielle back in the day i remember she would go shopping for cds when we were mm-hmm. we were
0: when cds filming. came out yeah. and Tower maybe records, every fourth Virgin or fifth records.
2: time i would look at her and i'd go surprise me that's and you so came cool. back and you bought me a, the Murmurs album, which I still listen to all the time. You bought me yeah. like a Lincoln Park album. I mean, there was like there are certain things you bought me as we were going along that I still listen to this day. Rider so with cool. Typhoon, you know, one of the the yep. the, the guy who did our uh, um, Kyle Morton, who you hear at the end, who did our uh, theme opening title theme music, is in a band called Typhoon that I first found through you at your wedding, and That's I'm sitting <laughs> there listening to him live going this is amazing. Like, yeah. this, this is a really good band. Yeah. So you guys have exposed me to, to more music than almost anybody else except maybe my brothers. And so that's how you, I find it is through my friends. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. that same kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: well, weird. one thing we can all agree on is that Girl, You Know It's True by Millie Vanilli came out in 1998. And that song is a bop. 1988. Did I say
2: yeah. 98? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Girl, yeah. Uh. If, if only they were singing it.
0: <laughs> Whoever <laughs> sang it is sang it's incredible. It is incredible. Yeah. It's oh. a
2: shame.
0: Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel.
2: I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedle.
0: As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand, as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air.
2: (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore.
0: Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really
2: is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history.
0: The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered.
2: Then you just send the box back, and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S., and you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive, along with your originals.
1: I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box, and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media, and I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold.
0: Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized, and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift.
2: So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories.
0: Go
1: to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day
0: sale
2: ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly.
0: That's LegacyBox.com slash world. Summer is steadily approaching, and you know what that means.
2: Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation.
0: Okay, maybe being thirsty. Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations.
2: With your shirt on.
0: Yes, with your shirt on. It is
1: time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV. It has three times the
2: electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's
0: clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water, and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy
2: and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run. And you can travel with liquid
1: IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little
0: assistance to get up in the morning. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss.
2: Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV.
0: Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when
1: you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout.
0: That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. And with 25% off, you can send some to
2: mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
0: Go to books.com and use promo code world for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S scom
1: promo
2: code world. Books, promo code world.
0: So today, we are here to recap season three, episode two, The Double Lie. It originally aired September 29th, 1995. The synopsis, Sean has to stay at the Matthews house when Mr. Turner says he's going away for the weekend for a wedding. But when Sean sneaks a hot date back to what was supposed to be Mr. Turner's empty apartment, he finds out he's not the only one being sneaky. It was directed by Jeff McCracken. It was written by Matthew Nelson. Rest in peace. We love you. Love you we miss maddie. you. Guest starring Aaron J. Dean as Veronica Watson and Lisa Wilcox as Chris. She was Alice in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies.
2: She was also Jeff Sherman's wife. <gasps> yeah. Yes. That's Jeff Sherman's ex now, now ex-wife. Yeah. That's that's, that was her yeah. connection to, to, to boy. Yeah.
0: Wow. All right. Well, let's jump into our recap. <laughs> uh, do, you guys, do you guys want to say anything? I mean, I... Loved again, loved this episode. Me too. Loved.
2: Yep. Yeah. Amazing. Might be my favorite. I thought it was absolutely great. I thought, had you never seen Boy Meets World before, and there's now a few episodes like this, you would have no idea Corey was the star of the show. Yeah. Um. It is a totally different. It is to. But yeah. that being said, it's a phenomenal episode. It's a wonderful yeah.
1: episode. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing I noticed. I was like, where Corey is really. Yeah. He's not even with Feeny.
2: They didn't. They didn't give him anything. He kind of bops around. You're that's it. with Feeny. I'm you're, with your yeah.
1: Your new partnership yeah. with Feeny. Yeah. If and the show just expanded. You yep, know. Yep. I and mean, I, I think it's the natural evolution of a shows that you you start writing for other characters.
2: Yep. You, yeah. You it's great help. though. Yeah. It's so good.
0: So to jump in, we're in the school hallway. Corey and Sean are doing a play-by-play of a couple fighting in the hallway. One of them is hottie Veronica Watson. Sean is in a very cool vest. It yes. looks like Belle Biv DeVoe. I love this outfit for you.
1: No, I love this outfit. This, Viv- is, this, is this is this is peak Sean.
0: This is peak, and I love it. Did you yep. Do you actually like it?
1: I do. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I yeah. usually
0: I was, There have been a lot of the vests at the
1: end of the second season, the vest-shirt combos that have been a little awkward, but this one is kind of fancy pants. This works. Pants. Yeah. This nice? works. Yep. Can we talk about... Okay, so when Chick Like Me is third season? No, it's fourth season? Fifth season? Somewhere in there. Know. But Veronica is the name that Sean gives himself. Oh, he's still obsessed with Veronica. Veronica was, was Boiski. <laughs> so when yeah. I heard Veronica Watson, I, my brain was immediately like, what? This is like oh, kind of similar. Okay, Interesting. Yeah.
0: That and, and, makes I, sense. But then I he has to be. take on an identity for himself, and he's like, "I'm going to go after that hot girl I dated in that one episode of Thanks. Boy Meets Rip. World." Back in the Aww.
2: day, I'd also like to know why there's always a blood drive. I don't know if anybody <laughs> else noticed. Every episode, in there's, a, in the,
1: said, there's, always, there's a blood drive. Sex Ed and blood drive. It there's always a blood drive. there's a pep rally. Blood
0: drive. Sex ed. You know what? This they is should just start taking blood at the pep rallies. <laughs> Seriously, they could kill two birds with one stone while
2: teaching you about safe sex. could just yeah, and Shakespeare.
1: And Shakespeare, Danielle, you're not in this episode, are you? No. See, I I don't think you were a regular yet. I How don't is think that it possible? happened until like halfway through third season. I you were not a I regular. Think
0: by third season, though, I was now maybe being paid for every episode, even if I wasn't in, because my name, I think, is at the is in the beginning credits.
2: So you're guaranteed mm. all produced, but you're not necessarily in all of them.
0: Right. Okay. So I, but I don't know. That's we really weird. need to get Judy Savage. I need to talk to Judy <laughs> Savage. <laughs> Um, But do you guys, do you, uh, Will, do you remember
1: Aaron at all?
2: Uh, I don't. Okay. Do you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of had a crush on her. I mean, we were making out the entire week. The whole obviously. week. Yes, <laughs> yeah, obviously. And I, that's what, I obviously remember that. But I also remember she had, she was really, she was really awesome. And she had, her parents didn't come with her. She had her manager with her. Mm, okay. Week. It was just one of those situations. And he was a very nice guy. Very Hollywood. Like, oh, yeah, super Hollywood, but like the nicest guy and very slick and very talkative and like, you know, but just yeah, but a really (laughs) great guy. And, And I remember he took me and her to lunch one day. I forget where we went, but I remember driving through Hollywood and in his like cool Hollywood car. I'm right. feeling very Hollywood. Um. Uh. But yeah, it was it was, it was a great week. I had a, I, I mean, that I didn't remember much about the episode besides right. making out with Aaron.
2: Which you did um, the entire the entire time. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, whole episode. You know, and and she he...
1: doesn't actually she's really good. She doesn't have much to do. But no. when she does something, she's great.
0: it's great. I know. <laughs> but yeah. it's a
1: bummer that they didn't give her more jokes because yeah. she she's really funny when she's funny. But it's like. Otherwise, she's just there kissing me. <laughs>
2: yeah. I also can't yeah. remember if we talked about this at, during 301, but we should let our dear, dear listeners know that we had now moved to a completely different stage. Did we talk about that?
0: Oh, you're right. We did not talk about that. We are no we longer on that giant oh, Disney yeah. so stage. We've now we've now moved to KTLA In where the there's a spaghetti factory across the street.
2: Yes, where it was on not. A-
0: Absolutely, mostly deserted yes. lot where there's only news.
2: Yeah, it was where the news station was. And yeah. And actually, I wish I had known, but you know what, Film Next was, which I didn't find out till years later, because I would have been at every taping, was Mr. Show with Bob and David. Oh. So I would have, but, but yeah, we were, we, so we had moved from this. Be- I mean, Odenkirk. the Disney lot was like, you're on a college campus. The squirrels would literally come up and eat out of your hand. We had this great yeah. commissary. It was great. And they're like, hey, we're moving you to KTLA. And it was in the heart of Hollywood. It was not a yeah. particularly clean area of town. No. It was, was so room different. The was in
1: a weird, like, other stage. Do you remember? It was like. I do. So we were, Isn't that we where we
0: had st- the, the Madagascan hissing cockroaches as pets? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. We then yeah. left those guys there over a hiatus and... They disappeared? They breeded.
2: <gasps> oh, really? Did they really?
0: And got out. And oh, God. And there that may is... have been a Madagascan hissing cockroach problem on that stage school? of KTLA when we left.
1: <laughs> yeah, and we used to have our table reads in the stage outside of the school room, remember? Yeah, right, exactly. So it was like that, yeah, it was like a big empty stage and yeah. they built these weird rooms into the corner so they were like they had no ceiling. They had, yeah. we we just had walls. Like basically they were like sets that we were that were our school rooms. Yeah. This is really weird. Why th- there was no offices they couldn't find anywhere? Such a weird situation. But yeah, you'd walk through this giant stage to a corner and then wardrobe was next to us too. So we also had the wardrobe. Yeah. The wardrobe yeah. was over I there. I don't remember any what of this.
2: What a weird
0: this. layout. Yeah. It was a weird it was but a weird setup. The
2: whole stage the whole stage was just weird. The whole KTLA was yeah, a bizarre KTLA couple of years. Bizarre. It really yeah, it was. Version.
0: Yeah, the bizarre the bizarre years. Yep. So Veronica Watson says, I never want to see you again to her boyfriend. And Sean gets excited that she is single again. Corey tells Sean to ask act fast. And Sean says he needs to give her some time. Then he takes about three seconds and walks right up to her to ask her out. She says if he is asking her out for Friday night, it is just too soon. And then he said he asks about Saturday Double and she stop. says, sure, sure. Great joke.
2: <laughs> yeah. Very funny joke.
0: Sure. Then Corey congratulates him on acting fast, just as a bunch of guys run down the hall to ask Veronica out for Saturday. And she says she's busy. Corey tells Sean that he will ask Amy and Alan if it's okay, because remember, he's staying with the Matthews while Mr. Turner goes out of town. Sean says he didn't know anything about that. And Corey says, I was standing right there with you when he told you. And you say, well, where was I? (laughs) Which is great. (laughs) Corey says his parents are totally cool when Topanga comes over, but they have a 10 p.m. curfew. And Sean says if he picks her up at eight, that only gives him. And then he can't figure it out because of the stupid metric system, which, again, I think is a very great (laughs) joke. It
2: is. But they're also now I can see why they're there's dueling dumb people. Right. So now Eric yeah. and Sean are both dumb and they're like, we can't, we, you know, something's got to give. And as they're seeing you become more dramatic with Tony, they're going, yep. all right, we'll just keep Eric dumb and yeah. we'll make but Sean. we're
1: still in the blend right we now. Are. We like, are. We
2: yeah, are. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's funny.
0: So then we're in Mr. Turner's classroom. Sean runs in to talk to Mr. Turner about going out of town and you call him John as you're running into the room. John. John. I feel like Mr. Turner would have made that clear that you call me John at home, but and you call me school. Mr. Turner at school because that yeah. that is a little feels uh, a little the weird. Line. But uh, Sean, no,
1: no. I mean, I grew up in a situation where I, teachers were first name, so yeah. Right. But you
2: also had to stoke the boilers at your school that wasn't <laughs> <Exactly>. normal. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to think what the public schools were. No, I guess they did use. Oh that no, too. we were not. Oh allowed.
0: no, no, nope. no, you did not call a teacher by your no. first name unless the teacher made it very clear. Like I did have an English teacher in my senior year of high school who went by Sir. He wanted uh, he. Wow. He was like, he didn't go by Mr. Anything else. He wanted to be called Sir. And that okay. was like kind of his name. Um, so, you know, I mean, unless somebody specified like, no, you're going to call me this. But otherwise, it was. Have we ever
1: talked about the fact that that Feeney calls everybody by Mr. and Mr. Mr. Matthews? Mr. Matthews? It's a
0: very like,
1: do, do, do teachers ever do that? Probably, Probably. the old school ones thing. might.
2: Yeah. I mean, maybe some it's of the a... old school ones might.
1: It's like a defining characteristic of Feeney, though. You're right,
0: because I've never really, seen it in another show either. No,
2: I think it's a very no. prep school thing too. Like a very, it was always yeah, you know, Mr. Mr. Turner. Whatever.
1: It's such an interesting like form of showing mutual respect, right? right. Like it's a right. way to say like I will treat you like you treat me. Exactly. You know, I, like it, it's a really cool thing, that I've never really thought about. But um,
0: yeah, I, it's, I it's, like a, it. It's a neat choice. Well, Sean runs in. He starts buttering up Mr. Turner about missing him and how good he looks. And he asks if he's dropped a few LBs. Turner suspects something happened with his stereo again. And Sean says, no, it's still drying still out. drying out. <laughs> Turner says he already told Sean he was going out of town for a friend's wedding. And doesn't Sean listen? And Sean responds, what? And Turner says slower and louder. Do, do you, you this listen? Is the, all, this, this is,
2: is the this is a Tony Quinn. Line. We did this for All the time. Ever. We did
0: this until
1: the end Until the yeah. end. Do you, do you listen? you listen? I couldn't. But, <laughs> it's so funny because I, I, I saw it happening and my brain just uh immediately I the I was like, thing,
2: Yeah, This was from the show. Yeah, yes. I was so ingrained. Was do, it you that always did it? Yeah, or we would Tony always do, do it. Tony and Tony and I would do you, you listen? Listen. <laughs>
0: Few reads in this episode that I oh. thought were hilarious, like when he says oh, so. "sorry" later in the kitchen.
2: Sorry. sorry, sorry, yeah, he's got some Tonyisms that are just the best. This
1: is—we did this for seven years. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Do you listen? I had no idea it was from the show. I had no idea what it was from. <laughs> Oh my god! It
0: is so funny, and he's definitely more and more comfortable, and you can feel him start taking more and more risks, and and they're really paying off. So Sean is still not understanding; it's very, very dumb, Sean, in this moment. And so this is also
1: seems slightly like a callback to the woo. It is, yeah.
0: The what? You know the woo. The what? What? Also open a book. What? Yeah, open a book. What? it's,
1: It's just been diminishing returns. (laughs) <laughs> it, it, you know, woo. Yeah. the woo one was great. Woo was great. Yeah. It was a great end to the scene. It was like, I
0: don't want to die until I know what woo is. Yeah. But like this, it's just.
2: God. Yeah, no, it's not. That doesn't quite hit with great. the same speed. Nope.
0: Yeah. So Corey steps in to tell Turner that Sean has a date with Veronica Watson. Turner says, nope, there's no way he's canceling his trip for a friend's wedding. And he's staying with the Matthews this weekend. End of story. The school bell rings and Veronica enters the classroom with a bunch of other students. She touches Sean's hair and says, Saturday. She might be the coolest dressed girl in Boy Meets World History. It's by kind the way. of blossom, so? but kind of. It's kind of, of blossom not... with a hat. Yeah. yeah. It's very. Um, blossom chic. Edgy, edgy blossom.
2: There you go. Mm. I like it. I like it's it. It's edgy yeah. blossom. It's yeah. so
0: cool. It, yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, Sean looks desperately at Turner, and Turner just says, no. And then we're in the school hallway. Sean says, what's the point of having a date with Veronica Watson if he's stuck at Corey's house? Corey says Topanga has never complained, and they've had many a blockbuster night on the couch. Corey tells Sean to worry about Veronica. So now and- they're
2: together completely. Oh, yeah, And yeah. we've just jumped into, yeah.
0: Just skip right over it.
2: Don't even need to see that anymore, boyfriend, <laughs> nope. girlfriend. We did that. Just we gave that one episode. It. We're good. Yeah, this we're is good
1: what there. I was like,
0: Danielle's not in this episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what is no.
2: happening? They we're are now married.
1: Move on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Except, <laughs> yeah. So Corey tells Sean to just worry about Veronica and he will take care of his parents. And Sean says he's going to dedicate this date to Corey. And Corey says, How do I answer that? I, I don't care. I, how do I laugh at that is what I wanted to know. <laughs> I, I don't, I, yeah, do I? I don't, eh.
2: yeah, I don't, okay. I don't know.
0: Is the, it, what, what's the, I don't know. Wait, yeah, what, what is the what, joke what is, again? Say it again. Cause I, Sean says, I'm going to dedicate this date to you. And Corey is like so touched. He goes, How do I answer that?
1: I thought the the joke would be that he's like, how do I answer? Like he's confused by how you dedicate. You know, like if if Corey just actually asked Sean, like. How do you, what are, we, what are you talking about? What do I about? respond
0: to this? I thought it, the way he delivered it seemed like, I'm so touched. I'm so yeah.
2: touched. This, this means oh, this so not, much to I me. How that's do the I... joke, though. That's the joke is like, I'm going to dedicate my day to you. Like, man, that's
0: right. Wow. Something that doesn't really mean anything right. Right. to him means something so much. I guess that is the joke, but guess, yeah, um, it
2: could, it wasn't, wasn't that. Maybe right. could have used a little punch, a little punch of little, little, little little, maybe. Twist a lemon or something.
0: Nearby, we shift to Feeney, who walks up to Mr. Turner and says he needs to start the Monday staff meeting without him. Mr. Turner, helmet.
2: Helmet pose. That's right. (laughs) Always got the helmet. Safety first.
0: (laughs) So Feeney has a dentist appointment. Turner wants to know if it's anything serious. And Feeney says, no, just a checkup. But he does find a visit to the dentist. Oddly pleasant. Turner says maybe they'll find a cavity and you can really party. Really party. Very cute. Feeney then stops Eric in the hallway and says a question. And Eric misunderstands him and thinks Feeney wants him to ask a question. So he says, uh, who's the French guy who fixed the milk? <laughs> fixed and at first milk. I was like, what? <laughs> what is this? But then it ends up paying off. Feeney reminds Eric of the 10-page paper he owes him. He says it was due last year. They have unfinished business. Eric suddenly blurts out Louis B. Pasteur, who is the French guy who discovered pasteurization. Yes, mm. of course and, quote-unquote, saved milk. He's so proud of himself, and Feeney is not that impressed. Feeney says if he doesn't turn in the term paper tomorrow, the incomplete will become an F.
1: You are so good in this scene. Oh, so thank you. Really you we're well. so having it, fun with this. When you have this moment where you're like, wait, you, you, the French guy thing, right? I got that. Yeah. <laughs> you got you're yeah. so, huh? I love it. You're just so comfortable now. Uh, speaking and of funny. milk, and,
2: did you hear the thing that soy milk is just Spanish milk introducing itself? <laughs> <laughs> Laughing for like two days.
0: <laughs> Soy <and> milk. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that joke. I mean, if I had to put a high like jokes that are guaranteed to make Danielle laugh, that is at the very top. It's really that is right in my wheelhouse. I loved it. <laughs> so Eric says, "Don't worry, he's been working on the paper all summer up here," and he points to his head. And Feeney says. Where it's safe. <laughs> Where it's safe, <laughs> <laughs> and
2: Eric agrees. And this is now. Feeny and Eric are a team now.
0: And I love it. I it do feels too. feels so great. It, it feels is, awesome. It but feels man,
2: great. He, they, they have just all of a sudden gone. Nope, we're gonna move. You know. You know what
0: they're able to do with Eric that they aren't able to do with, to, with certainly with Corey and Sean. You have the perfect mix of feeling a little more like Feeney's peer like a little more like on a Jonathan Turner thing where like you get away with more with Feeney that Mm. doesn't come across as too disrespectful like if Corey or Sean had this same kind of like jabby 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 it would be like these kids are terrible who are these children because you're a little bit older and I don't know there's like there's such an earnest good natured Way about you slash Eric, it 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 feels so much more it like it just works. Yeah, Eric, like Feeny's in on it with you a little bit. There's right. still a difference, and there's still a, like a hierarchy where he's above you, but also he's he enjoys you right. in a different way. And well, it they're, feels setting really it, good.
2: they're really setting it up to it's the straight up straight man comedian. It's Laurel yeah. and Hardy. It's the, the yep. famous comedy teams of all time. And that's really what they're setting it up as, which is yeah. absolutely what it becomes down the line. Um, so, great. so yeah, it's it's cool to see the kind of the genesis of it. It's really great.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, in, in a lot of ways, the Corey Feeney dynamic was based on him being a sort of little kid like being you know and now that ben's not that like we're older you know and it just doesn't play off of feeny as well as it did in season one you know i'm dancing you know like that that level of like watching bill's face you know just be the straight man in the face of this Mm -hmm. um you know hyperactive
2: kid
0: kid, yeah Yeah,
1: but you know that just it doesn't really work the same way so yeah putting you in that in that position is great
0: yeah it was yeah it was fun
2: it was really fun And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma.
0: Go to books.com and use promo code world for 25% off.
1: That's B-O-U-Q-S dot promo code
0: world. Books,
2: promo code world.
0: When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303 mile range, available two way charging, and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever.
2: Say teched out again.
0: Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose.
2: Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV.
1: The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger.
2: So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia.
0: And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai. It's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.
2: You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all.
0: So we're in the Matthews living room. Eric is on the phone ordering a 10-page paper on the Manhattan Project, and he decides to splurge for a bibliography. As he hangs up, he tells Carl, who's the guy on the phone, he loves him and that they provide a real service. Oh, I love
2: you, too. I love is, you. It's in the paper. It's, it's like it. Can, there's, there's an ad in the paper that you can go and to get term papers. How 95 of us. Exactly. Right. <laughs>
0: Corey walks in and sees the term paper ad. He he says, how did Eric pay for this? He doesn't have a credit card. Eric pulls out a credit card that a bank sent him in the mail and says, can you believe they sent this to me? Like, I have the money. I have the money. So cute. Perfect little credit card joke. He tells Corey <laughs> that Topanga called, sounded important, but he didn't write down the number because she was only going to be there for a half hour. And that was about an hour ago. <laughs> Corey is mad because he was waiting around all day for that call. But Eric says... Famous moment famous alert. Moment. I
2: couldn't believe it was this early. I was like, wait a minute, it's 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 life's tough get a helmet already.
0: Life's tough get a helmet. With and he smacks Corey in the forehead. Yep. We hear about this line so often when we go to our conventions, people talk about it. You it write is a it as quotes. It's a great quote. line. It's yeah. so great. It's a great uh, line. Yeah. I've always remembered it, too. And yeah, it's just and nice people have me take helmet.
2: pictures with, like, I'm slapping their forehead yep. and I'm doing yeah. all that. But I I had no idea it was this early in the show. I had no idea. So great. This, yeah, amazing.
0: Then Sean walks in with his duffel bag, and Eric pretends to celebrate that they're spending the weekend at the house. He sarcastically says, Corey and Sean don't get to spend enough time together, and he suggests <laughs> that they just wear one big shirt. <laughs> one big which I love is this shirt. Hilarious. Just one, one big one, shirt. <laughs> I love it. It's so cute. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's
1: it fun. so funny. I like I like Eric giving Corey and Sean crap. Yeah, I think it's yeah, funny. I do too. I do in too. this way, you know, like it's it's better than the, I feel like it's been in the past where you like are mean mean to Corey right. or whatever. This is teasing us for being friends, and you know, it's really yeah. fun. I just, exactly. I should,
2: I should also tell you that in solidarity with us now, really launching into season three, I am seeing Lori tomorrow and going oh. more blonde.
0: Are you yes
2: in solidarity with season three I
0: am are you are you seeing the how amazing you look with your blonder hair I'm in the just season? giving it a
2: try. I'm like you know what season three blonde hair let's do it let's do it yeah I love
0: it okay. So Eric quickly leaves, and Corey says all system systems are go for Sean's date with Veronica tomorrow night. And Sean asks for deets, man. Deets,
2: man. Remember this? We would do this too. Deets, did man. We? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, because we were you. You thought it was like I remember at the time you being like I don't want to say deets, man. Like I don't. Oh, I already hated it. It. the <laughs> gen of the breeze. Yeah, he can't stand it. And so abreeves. we would always afterwards like hey deets, man. Like we would deets, just became a thing because it was so deets, man. I mean yeah. This was one of our inside jokes. Because it was painful. You're like, I don't want (laughs) to say deets, man. Hey, come on, deets, man.
0: (laughs) Corey says his parents made dinner reservations at the Hillside Grill, but he canceled them, which means they'll have to wait about an hour, which gives Sean more time on his date. So much time he may even be able to start his second date by the time they get home. Sean says, that's great, core without opening his mouth. And Corey asks, what's going on? Sean says, he's resting his lips. And thanks a lot. Now he needs to start over. And then doing it like, like
2: tugging it out. Ooh. It's good physical comedy. It is. It's good physical comedy. It was funny. But the that's first bad, line, great. I was like,
1: what? What Did I not move my mouth?
2: I was like, <laughs> this. this
0: I'm
1: like,
2: thanks, I'm thanks, they, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah.
0: Mm. So then we are in the Matthews living room. The lights are off and Sean and Veronica are making out on the couch. She tells him he has great lips. They're so... And he finishes the sentence with, well rested? And thanks to IMDb trivia, we know that this is actress Erin Dean's first screen kiss. Okay. Wow. So it was Rider probably a memorable Strong. week for her too.
2: Pretty yeah. good first on-screen kiss when it's Rider I'll Strong, say. huh? <laughs> Nice. With those well-rested lips. Yeah,
0: well-rested lips. yes. Uh, Amy yeah. walks in the front door and turns on all the lights. She notices them making out and says, pretend I'm not here. Sean says, fine. And he goes back to start <laughs> kissing Veronica, who uh, stops him because it's still awkward. Corey runs downstairs just as Alan walks in too, also shocked to see what appears to be going on. Corey wonders how they're home so early since they had reservations, and Alan says the restaurant lost them. But they found a great romantic place across the street, and they were in and out in less than 90 minutes. Alan decides to sit right down next to Sean on this hot date, and Amy tells him, Why don't you come to the kitchen? We'll make some coffee. And he says, No, I'm good, right here on the couch. This is great. This is
1: great. so funny.
0: It's so funny. He's just given Sean a little little needling. Yeah. Can we talk
1: about Betsy's sleeveless Vest, outfit? yeah, so cool. I remember she's this very, outfit
0: on her. Do you? Do it's you fancy yeah. It's yeah. like,
1: whoa, they went out.
0: Yeah, she got dressed up. Yeah, yeah, they. I mean, they this hillside good. place. I mean, sounds fancy, hillside. hillside and then, grill. yeah, hillside grill. But okay. then they they go to this. I, you can tell that their date nights are all about romance.
2: Oh yeah, and right they, when their you walked date in, nights, they do them up. right when you walked into the door, uh, Sue looked at me and she's like, "That man can wear a blazer and jeans."
0: Yeah, Like, he she
2: just rocked it. He's got, you know, yep. a pair of jeans and a nice a nice black or blue blazer, and boom, out the door. Good-looking people, man. Yep. Good yeah, good looks great.
0: <laughs> so after a second of watching fly fishing on TV sitting next to Sean, Alan says, I'm just messing with you, and he leaves. Corey says, there, you're all alone again. And then they look at him, and he realizes he's the third wheel now, and he goes back upstairs. Sean and Veronica start <laughs> just kissing Corey, again. He's
1: whole role in this? Yep, purpose. yep. He's That's just it. always he's awkward. in the wrong there.
0: place.
2: Yep. Saying a few things and then and getting Take it away. off. Yep. <laughs>
1: but
0: <laughs> then the doorbell Sorry. rings and Eric comes running down to open the door and it is Mr. Feeney. Sean welcomes Feeney to his date, which is that. very funny. Yep. So cute. Feeney reveals he got Eric's mail. Eric starts to panic, thinking Feeney knows he paid someone to write his paper, but Feeney just wants the three dollars and change <laughs> for a COD, which for our dear listeners who may not know this existed, that was cash on delivery. Yes. You could have something sent to your house and then you just pay for it in cash right there. It was a very 80s and 90s thing. Mm-hmm. So you give him like three seventy-five or something and Veronica asks Sean, is this the weirdest date you've ever been on? And Sean says, not really. One time on a blind date I got set up with my Uncle Mary. Long story. Uncle Mary and again. Uncle, uncle Mary and the, comes back. The, the uncle stories just keep rolling.
2: This is also, I have to say, the third third trans joke. Yeah, the third yeah. or fourth Transgender joke. We have yeah. a, since we started,
1: yeah. and then and then obviously we have chick like me. So we right. and then and then
2: Eric theme. dresses Eric and, and uh, Jack oh, dress right. up guys- too. I mean, no, this is kind of an ongoing theme of. of- I know.
0: I will be interested to see when we get to that episode how those like how well or not well the episode like does it feel totally chick like out me? of place? Yeah, chick like no, me, I think,
2: it, I think is gonna be is gonna hold up really well. well. And I don't it know because I don't remember a single, single thing about it at all. I don't think Eric and Jack because it was played for the joke whereas right. Chick like me was played I mean there, there was there was the learning that, that went on that, yeah. yeah there was yeah. no learning Sean. with Eric and Jack whatsoever right. it was it was a joke so I don't think that'll hold up on that side it might hold up as a comedy but who knows but right. yeah, yeah. Well, I think Chick we'll like see. me is going to hold up really well frankly yeah
0: we'll, we'll get to it Alan, Amy, and Corey now walk in again, creating a real party in the living room. Corey, pointing to Sean, yells, People, people, the man is on a date. That's Veronica Watson for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. And everyone then awkwardly stares at her. I
2: thought that was funny, where it's like very "Mm, funny, but also
0: still a bit of a weird button. Yeah. Just a button of people going, "Mm, Mm -hmm. Let's check out this Veronica Watson lady. (laughs) And then we're in a very funny scene in Alan's car, which. I love Sean and Veronica are making out in the back seat while Alan is driving. Alan makes them stop smooching. He threatens to pull the car over. Alan it's so realizes weird
1: to me that teenage, I mean, I was one of them. The teenagers will do this. Like just I thought the same thing. I was like, out. are
0: teenagers that comfortable making out in front of their parents? But I guess I, so. But it's also not was, his
2: parents.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. But it's so bizarre to me, but I definitely did this. Oh, I, did <laughs> yeah, this I remember too. making out and like, I actually had a memory. Uh, Angel and Vicky, we've talked about on this podcast, yeah. were visiting me up in uh, my hometown. And we had my friend, my best friend, Nathan, was in the car with his girlfriend in the back of the car. and We were driving uh, somewhere and they, Nathan and his girlfriend were just making out, just like this scene. And I just remember <laughs> we it, like got really quiet in the car and we could just hear. Oh, the, yeah. The, yeah. The, <laughs> And Angel just went, sounds like somebody is making spaghetti. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what?
1: So and weird. then we all lost it. And Nathan was so
0: embarrassed. Oh. You know, like, but you're like, what are you doing? You're just sitting there sitting making, making out. out. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Kissing is so much fun when you're a kid. It's yeah. just <laughs> so much fun. Yeah.
1: It's oh, still pretty oh my fun. gosh.
0: So embarrassing. Yeah,
1: but, yeah, but you're just so, like, you're so desperate to be, like, alone or yeah. sure. ha- have the opportunity to... <laughs> To make out it's so it's so, so bizarre, funny. uh, but it's it's even more bizarre that there's a TV show about it, so. oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Alan realizes he's turned into his father, which is a rite of passage for all men his age. They eventually get to Veronica's house, and Sean asks if Alan can take them around the block a few more times, but Alan says no. So Sean starts kissing Veronica again, and eventually she gets out.
2: Uh, I Alan, thought Rusty was great with this. Bye. So bye-bye. Good. Okay, bye.
0: Bye. 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 So funny. This whole scene, I love. <laughs> yeah, me I think too. it's just hilarious. Alan asks if Sean is forgetting anything, and he tries to tip Alan but Alan <laughs> yes. meant he should walk his date to the door. Another great joke. Yeah, great joke. And Sean says if he gets out of the car, he ain't ever coming back.
2: So it's a great joke. Um, it's it's an, a f- phenomenal scene that at the end of the day really isn't necessary at all. You didn't to need to have have Alan driving them home, and you didn't need to have them in the car. I mean, it wasn't like you could have just cut this entire scene if you wanted to, and then cut to Sean at the uh, you know in the bedroom in going the bedroom. like, "Ooh, I need to be, I need to be, I ooh, I gotta see her, I gotta see her." If you wanted to, um, it was it's again. A good scene for great, oh, though, it's a cause... great scene all the way around. It's just not necessary.
0: Well, I do think if you had just gone to the next scene, you would wonder where did she go because you're if you you'd have to stay in the house. The last yeah. time you would have seen her was the family looking at her. Yeah, Veronica like, Watson. They're all looking at her, and then the next scene is I've got to see her. I've got to yeah, see her. What one happened to her? Where line she is go? Just,
2: you add one line at the beginning of that yeah. scene, like, dude, she went home. The date was over. It's like I know, but I can't. I or got. Or Alan it, you know.
0: at the end of that scene, being like, Come on, Veronica, I'm taking you home. Exactly. And then the yeah. next scene. A great, it it's is, a great. It's a great scene. So it just funny.
2: wasn't necessary. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting.
0: Yeah. So then we're in Corey and Eric's room. Sean is pacing back and forth. He misses Veronica, and he's planning to sneak out of the Matthews house for more kissing. Corey is wearing a Randall Cunningham jersey, FYI, and the name has been taken off of the back. Just yeah, uh, number twelve. I would call that out, number twelve, Randall Cunningham, in a callback to the is,
2: don't know football. Uh, he was Eagles, a quarterback,
0: Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. In a callback to the end of season two, Corey asks Sean if maybe once when he stays at his his house, maybe he could actually try and stay, (laughs) which I I thought was a very joke. Yep. A good joke. Um, Sean tries to leave through the window, but Alan and Amy are in the backyard making out, blocking his escape route. As a result, Sean makes an elaborate escape plan by climbing down a tree. And Corey explains to Sean, he can just go out the front door instead. And after a bit of thinking, Sean says, This is a plan so crazy, it just (laughs) might work. It just might might work.
2: work. so crazy, (laughs) it just might work.
0: Then we are at Turner's apartment. Sean takes Veronica to Turner's apartment, a.k.a. the Hotel de Sean, as he calls it. But when he opens the door and turns the lights on, we see Turner is on the couch making out with a new girl. A new woman, I should say a woman. She's not a girl. Sean asks what Turner is doing there, and he asks the same question back to Sean. Whoa, double lie. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Can we and very we...
2: briefly talk about how, so everybody's hooking up in this episode?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's
2: kind of the point.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Except Corey and Topanga, who are now nope. a new couple. Nope. Like, why nope. would that not be part? of the worry. They've blockbuster nights on couch. On I know, but get it's...
0: plenty of make-out I know, but it just seems like, up. man, is that,
2: does that lend itself to this episode? It just does. I know. But you know, Whatever.
0: So it's, uh, we're still in Turner's apartment. Turner says, this is bad. And Sean says, this is bad. And Veronica also, says, Alex is this
1: Desire bad? is not in this episode. No. So,
0: Introed him in the last episode. It's a weird episode. I wonder
1: if this was, you know, this is, it feels like this episode might have been written before the last one. Um, right. Maybe. Like they decided, because, you know, the way that season two ended was with this Sean Turner dynamic. So it's it makes a natural progression to be like, let's start season three with, Developing the Sean Turner dynamic. Um, but then they clearly like decided, no, 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 no let's make a whole episode about getting Corey and bang it together first.
2: Right. Um Yeah, it's very it was but, very strange. But you're yeah. right. No, Alex wasn't in it, Danielle wasn't in it. It was yeah. Yeah. All the everybody's hooking up. It was yeah, it was strange. It was a great episode, but it just it did. It seemed out of place a little bit.
0: So Turner says, This is bad. Sean says, This is bad. Veronica says, Is this bad? And the new <laughs> woman says, It's pretty bad, honey. It's pretty bad, Which honey. It's a cute little run. Sean says, no, it isn't what it looks like. He explains that Turner is Veronica's favorite teacher, and she wanted a tour of the house. Next stop, Fanny's. Turner yells, stay, like he's talking to a dog. And Turner's date says she's going to leave and offers to take Veronica home. Turner I says, love thanks, Aaron Chris. I the Erin
1: plays off of my, like, like she goes along with my scheme. Like, it's yeah. so fun. She's, she's like, like, oh,
0: okay. yeah, yeah.
1: Hi. <laughs> yep. So good. she's
0: totally in for the ride, which, again, yeah. is another great thing where you don't ever feel uncomfortable about you how know. much Sean's trying to make out. She's right there with yeah. you. It's yeah. the two of you in on this yes. scheme together. Yeah. It, and it works just well. tied to each yeah. other. It works really great. Can we also talk about because now
2: we're going to get into the actual lie that Jonathan tells Sean. Mm-hmm. And if you go back to the first scene where he's talking about the wedding, this is
0: an elaborate lie. Yeah. Liars often give too much detail. I mean, because, man, he, he, go,
2: but I he does. He goes off on the whole, all right, I'll call my the friend tuxedo. and I'll tell him not to do yeah. this. I rented a tux. I did. It's like he, right. I mean, man. Yeah. He lied. He Just lied, did. lied.
1: Yeah. It's,
2: uh, it's yeah, uh-huh. this is very elaborate. This isn't, hey, I'm going to be out of town. This is backstory <laughs> and people that right. are going to be there and mm-hmm. making him feel guilty right. for, oh, am I going to have my friend move his entire wedding? I mean, it's like this was thought out.
0: He really likes this new girl, Chris. Yeah. So then Veronica and Sean wave goodbye, sadly, to each other. Turner asks Sean what he was thinking, and he says, if I can't trust you, and just as Sean is about to defend himself, he realizes something and asks, how was the wedding, pal? Great read. That was really great. Great Great read. read. Yeah,
2: great read. You (laughs)
0: see it hit you. You see the the wheels turning. You don't ask it too angrily. It's such a perfect read. Yep. It's that's also I has it was nothing to do. Oh, I thought it was great because really? it has nothing uh, to do with
2: school. It's yeah. street smart stuff, so you get right. it. You know what I mean? Right. Like Sean gets it because right, it's like, right, oh right. wait, you were scamming me. Dare Damn. I say,
0: there's a little bit of respect there. Yeah, yeah,
2: almost. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, that's what's great about this. The
1: rest of the scene is that it gets back to that sort of us on the couch together talking about dating right. life, and yep. you know, like how I'm going to help with girls. It's it's a great dynamic. It's yep. so fun. It really to does watch work. Sean and, and Turner be kind of equals.
0: Well, Mr. Turner gets defensive and Sean asks, how about that tuxedo? Does it come in (laughs) tuxedo? Turner Turner, says he's the adult and Sean is the kid. And Sean asks, so what? Does that mean you can lie, but I can't? Again, great. Love this dynamic. Mm -hmm. Turner says he needs a little, he said he needed a little privacy. And Sean says he didn't realize he was cramping his style. Turner says this is his place and he doesn't have to defend himself. Sean storms out, which seems to be a very Sean—it's becoming a very yeah. Sean thing to do. Yeah, very oh. just leaving. I'm, I'm a I'm a great stormer.
2: I don't yeah. really know this yeah. about
0: Yeah, you've a, you're <laughs> an established stormer Pretty good router. storming.
2: Established stormer
0: And then we're in the Matthews backyard uh, slash side yard. We hear Turner pull up on his loud motorcycle to look for Sean, and Feeney opens his door and asks if that was his motorcycle or if a shuttle just landed. Feeney says, Oh. Uh, in
1: the smoking robe. Yep.
2: I love oh, it. Yeah, George <laughs> style. And love
0: that. Feeney says he knew the arrangement Sean and Turner made had the potential to ruin someone's private life. And Turner says his private life is far from ruined. And then Feeney says, I meant mine, which is which is great. And then a woman listed as Nancy in the subtitles, by the way, calls for Feeney from inside his house, asking where he keeps his towels.
2: The towels, they could have used any word Mm -hmm. she could have called for any, hey George, where's the wine opener, anything, they made towels, which alludes to nudity, I just want to point that out. (laughs) They could have picked <laughs> wow. anything. anything. But they could have. I thought about that. That was, that was done on purpose. Somebody they inside the house anything. was nude. Yep. They could have picked <laughs> <Some> anything. <laughs> not wearing clothes. Yep. They hey, where's the salad? Where's the dressing? Where's the wine glasses? You could have <laughs> picked anything. Where are the towels, George? I'm naked <laughs>
0: here. Phoebe yeah. says, Remember, I'm going to be late on Monday morning. Dental appointment. Turner, suspicious. Quen- questions. Dental appointment and Feeney says she is my dentist. So, bitch. is he planning on sleeping with this
2: woman all weekend all to the point that he's all gonna miss the, the thing on Monday morning? Okay. Yeah, she, she she Monday morning? She can't leave yeah. Monday morning. She's gotta plan this out. <laughs> that's, that's bizarre. That so strange. It makes I like, no <laughs> sense.
0: Why is he why it is just he does late not make on sense. Monday morning? Because he's By having way, sex he, with this girl. She could have been leaving <laughs> early on Friday. You know, maybe he has to take her to the airport. His dentist lives lives in another city.
2: (laughs) Interesting. All right.
0: So he goes back into the house. I'm assuming to get her some towels. And (laughs) Alan opens the Matthews door, but tells Turner now isn't a good time. But Turner comes inside anyway, looking for Sean. Corey comes down and says he doesn't know where Sean is. And finally, telling the truth, it feels good. He says good night, everyone, and he heads back upstairs. And then he quickly comes back down and asks Turner, "Aren't you supposed to be in Pittsburgh?" And Turner says, yes, and that hurts. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. Yeah. Yep. Now alone, Turner tells Alan he lied to Sean. Alan guesses exactly what happened. Sean came to his apartment with Veronica and then caught him in the lie. And Turner says, oh, you're good. Yep. And then Amy calls for Alan for up, from upstairs, saying the bathtub is full, the champagne is flowing, and the candles are lit. And then she walks down in this fancy red long lingerie dress, Beautiful. Yep. it's so pretty. And by the way, I have the exact same one. Do you? But in blue, and it was my mother's okay. from the eighties.
1: Wow!
0: And Jensen calls it my fancy ghost nightgown. He says you look like a fancy ghost in that. <laughs> and so she true. came down in that red nightgown, and Jensen and I both went fancy, fancy ghost. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
2: I did have one question that was pointed out by my wife, which is uh-huh. if they're getting in the tub and they're just starting all of this, why is she in a nightgown?
0: Well, you think she should have come
2: down nude? No, I think I'm just curious. <laughs> like, you're going to be in a robe to get into the bathtub, oh, dude, right? You don't get into started, a nightgown. They were making out in the bathtub. That's my question. First, right. right. So then, then she they put like, on her nightgown. Let's go
0: take a bath. Yeah. Maybe the bath is after.
2: Okay. After. But then the no, water gets cold. Making out,
0: went upstairs, changed, got sexy, Okay. Yeah. and now they're taking a bath to end the night. So
2: sexy already happened, but then he wouldn't be like, no, 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 now's not a good time. Now's yeah, not a good time.
0: Yeah, she comes out and
1: saying, come on, put yeah. her arm on the Sexy's wall. Sexy's like about to happen. Listen, they had Seduction. to get the
0: joke that she has to cover herself. Which is herself. a great joke, and, so she, plays she, and she plays it plays and beautifully. And it's so funny. And if she was Jonathan's just in a robe, here. it wouldn't have been quite as funny. And Jonathan's here. Beautiful. Jonathan's here. So hilarious. It's like,
2: okay, yeah.
0: So she is mortified. Amy runs back upstairs and Turner says, sorry, like a little boy. Sorry. Sorry. And it's so funny. <laughs> Turner says he's going to go look for Sean and Alan asks where. Turner doesn't know. He asks Alan, what was I thinking asking Sean to come live with me? I'm a single guy. I'm not ready to be a parent. And Alan says he's got three kids and he's still not ready. And the Alan's- show
1: is so good. Yeah. At this so- point, like this is when I just love our I show know. so much because I'm like every character is allowed their anxiety yeah. and they're able to like bounce it off each other and like insecurities and not knowing what they're doing and so the adults are complicated, complex. Yeah. They're helping each other. That's the it's thing. Everyone goes to everybody med- else
2: for advice, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is Just, it's just yeah.
1: wonderful to see it's it a, played yeah. out, and you're like, yeah, like how does Turner know how to be a dad? Like that doesn't make any. It must nope. be s- crazy. And then right. the fact that you know. Rusty's allowed to sort of also admit he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, right. it's just great. It's yep. just fully developed. And the acting is incredible. Yep. I just love these guys. It's awesome. also
0: really nice. One of the criticisms, writer, that you've had about Corey is how he he can have a tendency to make everything about him. Yeah. And one of the things I love is that in this situation, when Turner says, you know, what was I thinking? What was I doing? And Alan says, listen, I don't know what I'm doing either. Instead of saying just that, listen, let me tell you about my experience and I've got three kids. He actually get he actually gives him a compliment. He goes, "Listen, I know it feels like you don't know what's going on, but I've seen you with Sean. Yeah. you're really and you're great, good,
2: yeah, you're great with
0: him. <laughs> that little bit of like yep. you're doing a good job." is exactly Mm -hmm. what what sometimes you need as a parent or as a responsible adult figure who's who's maybe feeling in over your head is like, you've got this. And he gives that to him and gives him an example. So he says he's seen Mr. Turner with Sean and that he's great. Turner says he wasn't great about an hour ago. And then Alan tells a story about losing four-year-old Eric at an amusement park. And Eric just rode a roller coaster for six hours. Which doesn't make
2: any sense. Because a four-year-old is not going to be on a loop coaster ever.
0: You no. didn't. and you're not past the, not height, past the height thing yet. You, you might be. You uh, might be. A lot of those roller coasters are. Well, I don't know about the looped ones. I was going to say a lot of them are just 42 inches, which Adler is already 40 inches. Is he? Okay, so maybe I, I guess. But I know. don't know. Maybe not. Maybe one with a loop wouldn't be 42. That's what inches. I mean. I no, think the loop ones are bigger.
2: And again, that's just inches, me being yeah that being crazy about it. Okay, but,
0: well, but that happened.
2: By the way, time this machine, happened. In we my, have to fix this. We do. This happened in my life when I was four or five. I kind of ran away from my dad at a amusement park and i went and i rode the teacups because i thought everything was fine and it's still a story my dad tells where he's like i had 20 minutes of you know this is the 70s or the 80s where it was like i'm sure you were kidnapped by this point and i'm running all over the place we're getting security we're doing and i find you on the Teacups by yourself. Oh my
0: gosh. Having a blast. Did your
2: dad
1: throw an F bomb in there like I think that? he did, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> he actually did. Mr. He's, Fridell. He's like Attorney Captain Friedel. It's even right. worse. Attorney Fridell.
0: Captain Fridell. But smoking
2: You're smoking right. a, <laughs> a J. You're
0: doing a doing a j
1: doing a J. You have to lower tell that story. Have we already told that story? I feel like we might have already told that story. I think we already told that, yeah. It's what my dad refers to. dad gave a drug. Smoking weed. You got a drugs talking to, and he said, How are you going to get through life when you're doing? How are you
2: going to get through life if you're doing a J? And it was like... (laughs) (laughs) Oh so, my yeah. God. <laughs> but no we had this this literal thing. I oh remember my, my dad gosh. talking they, to me about this episode like you did that. You ran away at 4. They
0: stole this from uh, your life.
1: Right? I thought this was a an a possible origin story for Eric's uh not brightness. Oh, they, did, did, maybe. They,
0: they allude to it. I know because
1: yeah. at the end of the episode yeah. at the end of the scene he's like, oh, cuz you come in and then he's like, yeah. yeah, just around and around." I was like, "Oh, cuz you That's know we right. heard the theory of yeah. like banging his, hit his hit head,
2: head or, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> This could be that we
0: figure it out. (laughs) Eric then walks in reading his term paper about the Manhattan project. And he is bewildered that it actually took place in New Mexico, New Mexico. He says he could be a scientist. And then Turner looks at Alan and says, six hours, huh?
2: Mm -hmm. I remember this was like (laughs) take two or three. And I didn't know what to do. And Tony's uh, we're talking about the button of the scene and all that kind of stuff. And uh, Tony's like, yeah, you'll figure out you figure it. And I just started concentrating on the Coke can and like tapping the can. And people started laughing, and he's like, where did that come from? I went, I I don't know. I like, I have have no idea. And it was, it was just, I didn't know what to do. So I'm just like, just make it a thing. Yeah, just make it a thing.
0: So funny. And then we're in Turner's apartment. Sean is sitting on the couch when Turner walks in. He says he took off, but he had no place to go, so he came back. Sean asks, what should we do now? And Turner says he doesn't know, because Sean didn't come with an instruction manual, and he's making it up as he goes along. And again, we get that same little bit of... The thing that made the last scene so beautiful, these adults admitting vulnerably that they don't actually know what to do and they have to just figure it out as they go is just amazing. And Sean says Turner lied to him and Turner apologizes, which is another thing I think is so beautiful. I think it is so great when an adult can apologize to a child for something they did that was wrong. Don't I, wrong, seem, yeah, it's great. I
1: have not changed that much physically, but don't I seem so much older than last season? Yes, you do. But like yes. it was striking to me that I look, I mean, I'm 15 in real life and I just, it, it's like, I actually haven't grown any, like I haven't gotten right. taller or, but I think you can you look just a little tell, taller. Do, uh, yeah. I just feel, I just feel so much older, you know? And it's a real, I could feel it in this, in this episode way more than even the last one. I was like, oh, I'm. I'm like a full teenager now. That's yeah. what happens your, your teenage years, face really so. matured. Yeah, yeah it's just, your face. I don't know. But what's funny is how often then it switches on a dime when I can, you know, when I give him these sort of like sad puppy dog looks yeah. that I do still kind of look like a little kid. And I'm like, oh God, I'm, I look young there. But then the next second, I definitely look older. It's like, and in a weird way, I feel like I have, I now look like I, when we talked about the second season, and how weird it was that everybody was making out and, you know, it felt too old. Like now I feel like, I, I'm I'm appropriately the right yeah. age to be right. going through all the stuff that yeah, yeah, they're yeah. writing for me. Yep. It's like
0: agreed, yeah. and I think that actually everything you just described is one of the uh, like very realistic aspects of teenagehood. Yes, that exactly. are hard for parents, where yep. it's like you yeah. are both yep. so mature and yep. yet such an idiot. And you little, are still, still a little kid, such yep. a child, yep. and yep. yet also kind of grown up, yep. and yep. finding that like balance of what to allow you to have independence on what not to it's such a it's such a back and forth yeah i'm terrified so turner (sighs) (laughs) turner apologizes and sean also but but also sean should not be bringing 15 year old girls home back to the apartment alone sean asks if turner is going to kick him out but mr turner explains listen sean every time there's a mistake it doesn't mean someone needs to take off which is another beautiful lesson That is so important and so touching, knowing the kind of life that Sean has had, that in this relationship, in real family dynamics, healthy family dynamics, you can F up, you can make a mistake, you can do something wrong, and it doesn't need to be a breakup or an end or it doesn't need to be. It just – you both messed up and we'll do it right next time which is what he says next and and
1: you can tell the of a life lesson with sean's history yes so you can you know it without having to really be stated because we've already known that his mom took off it's just wonderful right and
2: you're in a wonderful safe space with a, a ridiculous number of magazines (laughs) <laughs> um, is the other thing. That's what I, I was like. He's got like 40 magazines on his coffee table. Like, what What the hell's going on? Oh, so, yeah, it's, it's nice.
0: Sean says, look, if Turner, you want to be alone with your girlfriend, you can just tell me. Well, I'll, I can find something to do. And then he throws in there. And if I want to be alone with my girlfriend, it's you can so do the funny. same. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is so funny. Turner shoots him a look. And Sean says, well, I had to try. They shake hands. And Sean asks very genuinely. Are we cool? And Turner says, yeah, we're cool. And it's a beautiful moment yep, between you. It's
1: great. Well, I, it, I was like sitting there going, thinking about how we could, talked about the ending of the episode with uh, Rusty and, and Ben. I was like, this is getting a little too sentimental. Like right here, I was like, uh, and then thankfully, there's a joke. There's been an extra beat. I was yeah, like, oh, well. if we freeze frame on this, I'm going to be a little disappointed. But. <laughs> no,
0: there's a She's few there. seconds of silence. And Turner asks, is Veronica behind the couch? Sean says yes. And she pops up from behind them and says, Nice place. And she's a great actress. She I mean, that's is. one of those moments she's that's so funny.
1: Yep. I just wish they had given her more or brought yeah. her back. I, I think this is the only you know, the only episode she did, but she's fantastic.
0: Yeah, she's oh. really good. Sean says, Veronica Watson. Like everyone should give him a pass for everything because she's so beautiful. And then we're in the tag. It's the school hallway. Feeny comes looking for Eric after grading his term paper. Eric says, He almost enjoyed writing the paper. And Feeney says he was assigned the Manhattan Project, but the paper is about Abraham Lincoln. All the while, Corey is watching in the background. The paper that was submitted to Feeney was not only about Abraham Lincoln. It was actually a paper that had been written by Sean Hunter last year. It talks about Lincoln's beard and Colonel Sanders.
1: Great beards. And great history, beards in yeah. history. Yep. <laughs> the great beards of history. So funny. <laughs> that would actually probably be a great book. Somebody would. Yeah. That would be a good I'm sure, coffee table I'm sure it's book. out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Good idea.
0: Yeah. Eric lets it slip that he paid for the paper in an ad he saw from the back of a magazine, but is confused how his paper was swapped with Sean's. Right then, Corey comes up and says, life's tough. Get a helmet. And he hits Eric on the forehead the same way he hit him at the beginning of the episode. Eric tells Feeney... Which is probably why that line is so iconic. It's because it's a really delayed callback. Yeah, And And it works. It really works. Eric tells Feeney he has to go make some room at his breakfast table and runs after Corey. And it's just a great, cute, funny episode. I
2: did the... So in that take, I stop and I look behind me like I lost him, which is a straight-up John Belushi from (laughs) Animal House. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you can hear... Our writers—it's one of those times you can hear our writers and producers laughing, like separately, you were doing it mostly for them. Y- exactly, yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a complete thing for them. And I remember getting getting uh, backstage there, and Ben's like, "What did you do?" And I'm like, "Oh, I just looked like I lost you." And he's like, "You know, oh okay," because it was we heard the the writers you heard go, it, yeah, mm-hmm. but it was just like a straight up John Belushi Animal House moment. Yeah, that was, that was so fun. funny.
0: Well, thank you all for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. You can join us for our next recap episode, which will be season three, episode three, What I Meant to Say, which originally aired October 13th, 1995. Thank you guys for joining us. You can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, Show at gmail.com. And we have merch. Merch. Wow. <laughs> I like that one. Thank you. Podmeetsworldshow.com. Well, send us out.
2: We love you all. Pod dismissed. Pod Meets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Fordell, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production Danielle Romo. Producer and editor Tara Sudbachsch. Producer Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon and you can follow us on Instagram at Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com.
0: We got you, baby. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5.
2: With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever.
1: And as you know, we are tech heads.
0: Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 Rear Wheel Drive has an EPA estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.